Welcome back to Americanish. My name is Mariam Waba. And I'm Adela Kochav, and together we are the Daughters of Diaspora. Now, Mariam, between us, we are two people sitting on a couch, and we have four passports. Yeah, I have an Egyptian passport, and I have an American passport. And I have Mexico and Canada, and my sisters have American. Yeah. So you, when you guys show up to the airport, TSA agents must love you guys. Like, you got a rainbow of passports. How does that work? Yeah, we have, we have a rainbow. We basically show up with North America. Um, <laughs> we've got Canada, we've got Mexico, we've got the U.S. in there. Um, and usually when we show up, you know, landing in the U.S., there's two lines. There's U.S. citizens and then there's foreigners. And my sisters go to the U.S. citizen line and I go to the other line. And usually, you know, aside from wait times, they're pretty much the same. But then there's something called secondary check. Oh, the fun times. Tell me about what secondary check is, please. Secondary check is something that I hope no one ever has to experience. But unfortunately, almost every time I come into the U.S., I'm sent to secondary. Um, secondary, usually you show up and, you know, the officer looks at you, looks at your passport, types some things into the computer, maybe asks you some questions. And then he just sighs. And you already know it's coming. <laughs> he goes, we're going to have to send you to secondary check. <laughs> and sometimes I show up to secondary check and I'm a white girl with a Canadian passport. And they're like, what are you doing here? And you show up and usually half of the room is Hispanic and the other half is Arab. And then they open up my passport and they see that it says place of birth, Mexico City, last name, Kohab Adab. And they're like, ah. We got both. <laughs> we have two in one. <laughs> two in one. We've got one. Um, and, you know, usually I, I sit there. It, it, it isn't so bad. You just sit there for a little bit longer. They ask you more questions. If things get really bad, they'll take you to a separate room, which luckily has not happened to me. My brother has been sent to, I guess, it's tertiary check if we're going to keep going sequentially. Um, but, you know, afterwards, you know, you leave after they ask you a ton of questions. And um, I'm really used to this. I've had a progression of different visas. I've been in the U.S. immigration system for a while, again, 20 years, not yet a U.S. citizen. And um, it really makes you realize how different the experience is because it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're not American, there are certain things that make you different. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting to see how who gets sent to secondary changes with the times. Again, sometimes it's Hispanic, sometimes it's broadly Middle Eastern. And weirdly enough, after the Boston bombing, it was full of young people because the Boston bomber had a student visa. Mm -hmm. So suddenly all the people coming in with student visas were being sent to secondary to be scrutinized. So what does having a second visa, uh, excuse me, a student visa mean at airport? So student visas are, you know, relatively easy to get because all you have to do is go to a school that will give you a visa. Um, so, you know, like we said in an earlier episode, when my mom was here in the U.S. after my parents got divorced, she went back to school because a student visa is an easy visa to get. Um, I'm Canadian, which means I have access to getting some easier visas, which is pretty cool. I could get a TN and TD, which you could also apparently get as a Mexican because it's part of the NAFTA. What does that mean? Visas. Um, a TN visa is the trade NAFTA visa. So okay. um, it's 
a list of professions mainly having to do with agriculture, like being a cattle boy or being an arborist. But all the way at the bottom, it just says consultant. Mm. So even though I don't fit into 30 of the professions on the 32 profession list, I could possibly be a consultant. So when I was working, I said I was a consultant and I had to fit myself into this visa category to get it through Canada. And the student visa, again, is relatively easy to get, but it does give you a lot of restrictions. So when I graduated from college, I had a lot of friends that didn't have jobs lined up yet. And I'm like, well, what are you doing this summer? And they said, well, I'll figure it out after the summer. I didn't have that luxury Mm -hmm. because if I didn't have a job locked in by maybe February, May, sorry, February, March, um, that means that when I graduate, I can't really stay in the country. They give you three months leeway to stay in the country and then your student visa expires. And then you can get an OPT, which is a work extension for your student visa. But all these letters being thrown around are really hard, really confusing, and can actually impact your work. My visa was delayed because of the government shutdown at early 2019. So um, my visa ended up taking about three, four months longer to process. And I couldn't start working. I had a job lined up. I had everything ready to go. They needed me at work. But I couldn't even start my job. And it really makes you realize how the U.S. immigration system doesn't really have many pathways, right? Like, I've been here for 20 years. I've had seven different types of visas, from an investor's visa to the TN for Canadians to a student visa to OPT, everything. And even I have had trouble or have not yet achieved U.S. citizenship, which is crazy because if I can't do it, imagine someone with less resources, with less access, someone who didn't go to school, someone who really just wants to come here to make a better life for themselves. And, um, you know, I have a lot of friends that say, well, why don't you just do it right? Well, I've been doing it right, and I'm still here. I'm still not American. So question for you, Adela. When do you use your Canadian passport versus your Mexican passport? That's actually a great question. Um, To enter the U.S., I always use my Canadian because that's what I have my American visa on. Um, But... To travel throughout Latin America, you need a visa if you're Canadian to enter certain countries, but you don't if you're Mexican. So for example, um, I was going to Argentina from Brazil with my mom and my sisters, and I had a Mexican passport. My sisters had Mexican passports. My mom only has Canadian. So when we got to the border, we were all fine, and they told her she needed to get a visa. And it was just like one of these weird things where it's like, oh, suddenly having a Mexican passport, mm, you Canadian, you're on the <laughs> short end of the stick here. Um, so that's pretty much when I use uh, my Mexican is mainly for Latin America. When I'm throughout, let's say, maybe Europe or somewhere else, I use Canadian. But the reason why I use Canadian is because my picture is really good. <laughs> so I just like looking at it more. It's so I, I so I generally use my American one for everything, including when I go back to Egypt because of the way that America is perceived on the world stage and to a lot of Arab countries, Americans are treated better, unfortunately. Mm. Um, although my, my American passport says place of birth, Egypt, with an American passport, I get through the lines a little quicker and I, I move mm. through security a little bit quicker. And that's the unfortunate reality of things. But um, I don't think I've used my, my Egyptian passport in a while. And the interest, the real interesting thing about this conversation is it gets to the root of the show. It gets to the root of what we're trying to do is explain this complex idea that you can decide who you are through a passport, through the way you talk, through the way what you do for work, through where, what you do for school, where you are in school. The fact that you're Mexican one minute and Canadian the next, and the fact that I'm American one minute and Egyptian the next because of the paperwork we hand over to an officer at an airport is 
fascinating to me. It's fascinating. And that is Run Credits American. Yeah, run, run, run the credits. <laughs> so thank you for listening. We are Americanish, and tune in next week. See you soon.